All right, all right, all right. What's up, what's up, everyone? This is your girl, St. Owen. I may be your friend, I may be your foe, I don't know. But all I know is that I have another awesome guest to introduce you all to. Um, their name is John, and I met him on, well, not met him, met him, but I, I got introduced to him via TikTok. And I just want John to go ahead and just introduce himself, and we'll start talking and just have a great time all right thanks for the introduction hey everyone uh i'm john i am from maryland uh born and raised but i'm currently living in washington state um i am latino i'm a content creator an educator and a lifelong student yes okay so i'm so excited just to have a conversation with you john as i was saying um just offline that i've been fangirling over you for a while <laughs> uh and talk <laughs> and your transitions, I was just like, you better get it. So I'm so thankful for you <laughs> me. Um, so uh, how are you doing? How was your day? And how are you feeling today? Oh, great question. I, I'm doing, today is such a good day. The sun is out. I just cleaned my house a little bit. I meditated, I stretched. Um, I went out last night, so I enjoyed that social aspect of life and then came back home early and um, got to sleep in. So I am feeling recharged and uh, pretty excited, yeah. Yes, that's good. I'm, I'm same. I went out, I turned up on, in the town. I'm, I'm from the South, so I'm from uh, Tennessee. And so I was turning on up on, on the streets, I ain't gonna lie. But I'm, I'm here and I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I just want to kind of give everyone just a little bit of backstory. Well, I, I kind of already said it, but it's not like we got a long history. But uh, <laughs> I first uh, saw John on TikTok, and he had these incredible transitions, very, very theatrical. And I just loved him. I ate him up like like it was just delicious dessert. And, and, then, he started, <laughs> and then you started following me back, and I was like, yes! And then we, uh, then I hit you up on Instagram, just asking you just if you wanted to be on the podcast because I enjoyed your vulnerability on TikTok and just how open you were, and I, I really just wanted to kind of discuss with you just like, well everything because I feel like we could chat about everything, but I definitely exactly, want to just, yeah. um, get like just kind of get some background like how did you start with your content creation and just what are your hopes and aspirations are you trying to get like just by being out there on TikTok? That's a, uh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it really just started like how everyone else does when uh, they made fun of it when it, during the <laughs> pandemic, that pandemic's like, that's like the TikTok's trying to be the new vine or whatever. And right. so like I downloaded it cause I was just curious and man, let me tell you, I got so hooked. I would be up till 4 a.m. watching everyone create content and laughing my ass off yeah. um, at these videos. And then it just like, I was like, I love making people laugh. Like, let me like, let me just dabble in that. And what's interesting about TikTok, there's a huge learning curve. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of people that I, I, I want everyone to just post because you will get there because it's like, once you kind of just get really comfortable, just knowing how the futures of TikTok work and um, just keep producing content, you, you, start, you start focusing and channeling where, where you're gonna end up going. And so it's just really about just continually posting. Um, and when you mentioned that whole vulnerability thing, I, I find it that I feel like vulnerability is very powerful because um, a lot of people, especially in, in, my, in my experience, um, 
we're about to go on a tangent, you guys. Like in my yes. experience, that uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of men and a lot of people of color, and maybe even men and people of color, like um, that particular group, don't show enough vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that just needs to be more normalized. I don't know. Oh, so, uh, yes. Go yeah. go ahead. So so. <laughs> so I've just been posting and. Um, once I found, once I found transitions, because before it was my FYP was all comedy and stuff. Once I found transitions, I was like, how do you do that? Like how I asked myself, like, that's why I said I'm a lifelong learner or a lifelong student, because I just want, I want to learn how to do things. And so I was like, let me try that. And I just kept trying and trying and trying. And it started, it started flowing. And so I was like, oh my gosh, now let me just start pouring stories into these things because I just want people to connect with me. And also if you have you know, that experience too, or a similar experience, I want to, we, I want both of us to release it, you know, like, let it go. Yeah. And that's why I like, cause um, I, I really was attracted to your vulnerability, especially as a POC, because one, I feel like we're just now, like, as like uh, people of color really getting into the, or at least we're talking about it like on in a more public spectrum when it comes to like getting therapy or that I'm not feeling good today. Um, and, yeah. and I love that. Cause I remember like just seeing just your videos, just with you doing your transitions and then you had one where you just like, I'm not doing good today. And I'm just like, yes. Like, I love that because you said, like you said, it's a powerful thing to share and like some people can take advantage of it. But I think with TikTok, it kind of, weirdly depends on who you're around it creates a safe space where you can just be like who you want to be and who you are yes safe space is so important that's literally in my bio I say this is my safe space to heal to to post to create so yeah yeah it's lovely I love the uh, creativity well because because you kind of already mentioned just like that the uh how the vulnerability and mental health um so can you you talked about how like and during the pandemic, can you talk about like how did the pandemic affect you? Especially, I know in Washington, uh, were you in Washington when the, the pandemic first hit? Yes, I was in Washington. That's uh, I've been here for maybe like four or five years already. And um, let's see how the uh, pandemic kind of affected me. I mean, just like employment-wise, I mean, I still had my position, but you know, in the rest, I also so I work. Um, in the public school education system i also kind of like um bartend and serve on the side and then i go to school and then i create these videos and so the pandemic kind of um you know influenced the restaurant business for sure Mm -hmm. um staff staffing in the public school system has was influenced too with you know people getting sick and stuff so i definitely felt um that aspect of it and so all that you know, it definitely piles up and hits your mental health. And especially with the gyms being closed, you don't get that physical um, release anymore. And so it was all piling up. So I definitely felt a lot of things. And my earlier posts were definitely like darker and heavier, for sure. <laughs> I know, because 2020 was a dark and heavy time. <laughs> was, yes. Oh, it was rough. It was rough. Okay, so I didn't know that you were like in the education system. Like, so how long you been doing that? Um for maybe for a really long time. I mean, I went to school for that. Okay. Earlier on when I was younger. And so I have a degree in that. Um, So I use that degree. So that's also rare to have a degree that you also use. Um, For real? 
<laughs> I have I have multiple different degrees, and so I only use one of them. So that that's interesting. Um, and I'm also going to school for something completely different. I'm also going to school for software pro, uh, software development. So there's that. Okay. So are you a teacher, or you do you just like administrator or something like that? Um, uh, for this particular role, I'm an education specialist. So I focus in a smaller group setting and a lot of one-on-one -on -one support. Oh, that's real cool. I like that. Well, do you have to do you with your uh, sorry, I, like this is a tangent. So <laughs> let's do it. OK, uh, so with the with the education background, do you find yourself like like kind of implementing your your like content creation, like kind of like because, you know, kids love freaking TikTok. So do you get a chance to maybe like help them with their with their technological TikTokness, or do they help you? <laughs> Um, and let's see, well, uh, we do have, a, because I work with a little bit um, on the younger spectrum, we, uh, do, we do talk about TikTok, 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 but TikTok, um, <laughs> because it's, 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 it's so mainstream, it's so in the public eye, mm -hmm. and so the youth know about it, right, and they watch right. it, and what's interesting is, so it's relevant to them, and that's a good way for me to stay connected with them. Mm -hmm. um and kind of like because i try i tell them i am not cool you guys you know i'm so not cool and th they are the cool students right there i was never that cool in, in elementary school so oh, and i'm just like what's the new trend what's that funny new thing that you guys are talking about you know you know when they're doing the sheesh like all over the school and i just laugh about it I'm like, hey i saw that on tiktok so it's a great way to build that rapport and connection because in schools it's really about having that positive um staff to student uh, relationship it really mm -hmm. just gets students that want to be in school. That's so cool. <laughs> that she's thing is so funny to me. I'm like, I hung out with some teenagers and I was like, I'm going to be the most uncool person. But they <laughs> feel real cool. And I was like, am I accepted? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I was like, am I cool now? <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. I love that. Because you seem like you just have so many, like, I, I completely, like, felt you when you talk about the multiple degrees and you're not using them. But at least you're using one. Uh <laughs> Did you have like that uh, the time where you felt? Oh, I kind of lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, but I keep this in. <laughs> well, oh, I was talking about just how you have so many like different, um, different backgrounds, and so what kind of drew you to going into the computer science aspect of it? Um, actually, one of my um, close friends is really into it, mm -hmm. and. It was kind of a way it was like, you know, I kind of want to like dabble into it too, because then it creates that, again, you know, that positive relationship where we have something to talk about, something to share, something to experience together. Mm -hmm. um, and I, so that's what I like to do. And that's also kind of how I found the TikTok because the person that introduced me to it um, is, you know, a, you know, a content producer of some sorts and dabbles in all that kind of like artistry. And I was like, oh, this could be a great way for me to also um, have something to like connect with and just strengthen our relationship. Um, and so I was just like, oh, let me download this app because they're into, you know, that whole social media aspect and I really wasn't at the time. So. Okay, cool. I like that. Cause I like the fact that you, it seems like you're, you working, you're good with like, you're willing to transition or to, you know, just kind of go with the flow with how life is kind of leading you when it comes to like your career paths. Because I feel like after the pandemic, we just kind of have to live and just kind of figure out what's good for us, regardless of what we think society wants from us. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. That, that is so true. Right. 
Well, let's let's kind of go back into like 2020 and just because I know I feel I feel like that's like the most for our generation. Can I ask how old you are? I forgot to ask that if you don't mind. No, yeah, 31. Okay, so you were about in the same generation. So we are kind of like more millennial, Gen Z, whatever. I can't remember. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right there, right on that, you know, that cusp between like both, like that. Yeah, exactly. Because you look like you're about 26. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> When you're, a, when you're a person of color, yes, honey. When you're a person of color, you could be anywhere between 25 and 52. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, yeah. True, true. Like, we looking good in our face. Uh, so, like, okay, so going back into 2020, just like, so with the pandemic, like, let's talk about mental health because, again, I know, good God, mental health was just, that was the thing that just, I feel like people just like, I need to grab on to this because I am about to lose all of my control. So what are some of the things that you do now um, that you maybe didn't do before 2020 that, that kept you centered, that kept you grounded and, you know, into the person that you are right now? Oh my gosh, that is an amazing question. I love that question because I, I'm still trying to develop those positive habits. Um, but reflecting on, back then and now like I have a space where you know I have my yoga mat laid out mm -hmm. um, you know I have those crystals and all that stuff but and I try to I, I push myself to you know sit down and reflect sit down and meditate uh, you know sit down and just pause you know be mindful like have those mindful moments mm -hmm. just because there is so much happening around you that you don't you, you're really just absorbing and processing everything even if you're not aware of it right mm -hmm. and so there's so much going on that you really need to take a moment to just stop, sit back, and just just pause because you need that breath, you need that moment. Oh, definitely. I'm trying to get into yoga. I know, like the the hardest thing I find to be to do is to be silent because I wake up, mm -hmm. I'm just like I want all the noise. But I'm gotten to the point where I'm I'm starting to like do little small pockets of silence and working my way up. Um, and I found that to be really, really like precious in a way. Like you just like hmm. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, can I can I ask you because I um as a person who identifies as non-binary, just I'm trying to ask this without sounding completely ignorant. And <laughs> no, ask it, ask it. There, it's a safe space. Ask okay. It. Okay. Well, how does that work? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Okay. Well, because like I've um I feel like because in our gener my generation because I was raised with like older parents and they were like male and female da 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 but I'm just really interested in the non-binary aspect of just really not choosing um because I have a background in anthropology and psychology so I firmly believe that gender and uh, gender and race are completely made up objects you know mm. um they're not, they're not real we created those in order to compartmentalize people into boxes and to figure out yeah. where people come Right. So is so can you can you give me just some why do you why do you identify as if I hope this is okay, I'm sorry. Why do you identify as non-binary? Like what does that mean to you? Yeah, that's thank you for asking. Um I actually haven't had a lot of opportunity to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And um just to clear the air, I am not an expert on this type of thing, mm -hmm. but just from my experience, especially with um having TikTok and when I was so before TikTok, I didn't even, you know, think about that, you know, 
you know, men can wear makeup and it can be super accepting and like you can, and I, I've been around those communities and pockets of communities where people are doing that, where people that may look a certain gender are doing that. And, you know, and those were on like maybe on Friday night, but to see it constantly, like on my mm -hmm. FYP or on Instagram and to see it so normalized and so positively, positively received, I was, it's like, it, it opened up some things in my mind because I don't necessarily feel like like a man or the stereotypical types or the social constructs, I should say, of mm -hmm. what a man is supposed to be in America because different cultures have different types of uh, expectations and roles. And right. I'm just like, so then, so then who am I? And it really shattered, shattered my identity because if I don't um, identify with this that the society is telling me to be, then am I anything at all? And if I'm not, you know, if I don't identify with the full fem feminine aspect, I had nowhere to be. And then I was like, wait, there is one, there's a space for me where I don't have to be either, or I could be both. And it's just like that non-binary path where it's like, I can, I can play around with makeup. I can wear more feminine attire, or I can be even more hyper-masculine and I, and it's still all part of me, right? Mm -hmm. Or I can just be none of it. I can wear things that are very neutral. Um, and it's it's still all me. And so I just really resonated with the idea of, and I've only recently changed my pronouns, but like with the they, them aspect and the non-binary non kind of um, aspect of it. Oh, okay. That's really cool. And thank you so much and, and for explaining it because I know, I think that's something, especially in the people, in like as a person of color, I feel like uh, a lot of our culture is so tied to, to what, like what women do, what women do, and what men, what men do, especially like yeah. um, in Latino communities, I know like the machismo and yes. the black women, you have to be bad and big and, you know, bold. And like, we're so, and people are so scared of softness. And my theory is that, that one, I don't know if it's just a miracle or really just maybe, I don't know, very patriarchal countries, they don't really like, women or they don't like the aspects of femininity they talk down of it and so yeah. I so I find that to be like I love kind of like the rebellion I'm starting to really like appreciate the rebellion of like status quo stuff like mm -hmm. I love the fact that you can like I love seeing men in skirts sometimes I'm like okay you better rock that skirt boy you know? like, yeah because I feel like it's people being themselves and they're embracing all aspects of themselves and I think it's just you know wonderful and I think it was just getting to the point where people can just calm the hell down and just like let people live. <laughs> like why, you know, and I, I think maybe like people feel like it's a rejection of femininity. And like, if you're rejecting this, then what am I like you? <laughs> so I think that's really cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate that. And I was like really nervous. Cause I've never, I've never met anyone who I didn't, I've only met one other person in my, in, just in Tennessee that identifies as non-binary. So I was like, can I ask all the questions? <laughs> yeah, ask away. I mean, I'm also a new experience. Okay. Well. okay. well, can I ask that, like, how is that mental? How does it help? Um, does it, do you find yourself when you started to identify as non-binary, did it help with mental health? Like kind of figure out, like, I don't have to fit into a box or did it, kind of did you find any hookups with it hang-ups with it when you were working with your mental health no i think it definitely um helped uh with my mental health because yeah i didn't have to fit in a box i didn't have to fit 
into a specific role. I just got to experiment with who I am and just kind of fall in love with that. So I really feel like that did really um, heal heal parts of me that were. Mm. That's cute. That's beautiful. And I love how you talked about just go back. You said you like crystals. I said me too. <laughs> <laughs> I got my rose quartz and my amethyst and my uh my uh tiger's eyes usually around me at all times. <laughs> oh, I love tiger eyes. That's one of my favorite. Oh, that's great. Okay, I'm gonna have to bring it out for you even more, just more just to think about John. Be like, this is John's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And just one other question and um just you know, and we'll whatever, we'll we'll just talk. Anyway, <laughs> so with that, like so the mental health side of things, um, how is it culturally? Like, I know you just kind of start identifying, like, how do you feel about that when embracing yourself, like, in within the Latino community community as a person who identifies non-binary, as a non-binary person? Let's see. Um, well, currently where I'm living, it's, uh, it's more so not very diverse at the moment. Um, there's a specific predominant race that lives in this area, mm -hmm. um, if you know what I mean. So I, I don't necessarily have the opportunities to um, experience being around maybe Latino or uh, Black communities and mm -hmm. talk about this kind of stuff. Oh. Um, when I visit my family, um, I still kind of hear and see like very traditional concepts of gender roles. And, you know, that kind of like bugs me a little bit, but, you know, I can't... Um, I don't want to disrespect my family. Like I, I love my family. So there's mm -hmm. certain things that you you can can do and can't do, and it's really about just like um, being rep, you know, being that role model, being practicing what you want to preach, and so that people can resonate with this. It, you know, even family members can see how that really has helped you. Mm -hmm. um, so just you know, embracing it and practicing it, so that you know, whoever you are, wherever you are, your family sees how how powerful it's uh, become for you, how, you know, how healing it's become for you, because they just want to see you happy. So at the end of the day, you know, you don't have to give a lecture, you just have to practice it and just show how it's just benefiting you. Right. And it's kind of like, it sounds like you, with you talking about like you uh, making sure just to respect your family, it's still just respecting their boundaries as well and letting them come to their own, what is, let them come into it easily instead of like, yes, you're gonna yes. do this. <laughs> that's pretty, that's awesome. That's, that's great. Cause I feel like there's, boundaries, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say there's no, to me, I don't feel like there's, there's no progress in forcing things to happen. You really have to let it naturally develop. True, I agree, I agree. Um, so just to kind of get, um, well, I don't know. I'm trying. Okay, I'm just gonna be honest with you. I'm trying to be more linear, but my brain does not work that way. <laughs> no, let's sorry. go all over the place. I have uh, my notes. I have your questions. Like I'm ready to go. Let's just okay, you know, awesome. Okay, cool. I was just making sure. I'm, I'm trying to be a little bit, a little bit more calmer. But when you, if you listen to my little, my little podcast where I'm just talking to myself, I am all over the place. So I'm glad I got a kindred spirit. So tell me just how are you feeling? I know we talked about mentally. So how are you feeling like spiritually or and e emotionally? What would you classify yourself as like right right now? Right now, um let's see. Spiritually I have been feeling very, very much lighter. Um and feeling very connected to things. Like I just meditated in my little space over there in the back room. And it was really weird because I was just like, 
you know, reflecting and manifesting and like, you know, saying these things out loud, like, you know, saying that I am a content creator, you know, I'm a writer, I am this, I'm that, you know, you know, putting that out there because, you know, words, words have power and like mm -hmm. words are spells. So if you're saying something over and over again out loud, you're really asking for that, right? Mm -hmm. So if so if you switch the narrative, if you change change that language, um, you're really trying to bring in that particular new thing you're trying to, you know, manifest. Um, so spiritually, I feel a lot more connected. I'm constantly seeing synchronized numbers and repetitive numbers everywhere I go. So that kind of like freaks me out. It's always like 111 when I check my phone or it's like 1212 when I look at this or look at that. And it's like, oh my God, like what's happening? You're like, so okay, spiritually, I feel amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, universe. I get it. I see the sign. All right. I'm accepting it. Let's go. Okay. And it was really weird because I was meditating and then like I took a breath and the curtains around me like, like fluttered forward as if the room was breathing with me. And I was like, oh my God, what's happening here? Oh. So, and this was right before the podcast too. And I was like, oh my gosh. All right. This is awesome. This Yay. is great. I'm ready. Yay. The universe gave you a sign that this is going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, Amazing. And then, and it, which is so interesting because emotionally, um, I feel things very intensely and very fully. Um, mm -hmm. And so I'm a bit, and I'm, I'm an empath, so I feel a lot of people's other feelings as well. And mm -hmm. so personally, emotionally, I'm very drained and very exhausted. But mm -hmm. that's something that I'm working on to build those barriers where I can know what you're feeling, but I don't have to feel it with you, right? So right. I can sense when some, a friend is anxious or upset. And then it, I kind of absorb that myself and then I feel that and then now we're just in a room and we're both anxious and we're both upset and it's just like, what I don't want is that, right? What I want is to know what you're feeling and then um, so I could be empathetic with you and then find a way to help you process through that, right? Oh, so. I love that. I've never thought about that because I too feel very empathic, uh, empathetic when I'm around people. So how do you, how did you kind of learn how to create like a boundary emotionally when, when people are feeling so, because I'm still working through that because I, I take on people's emotions real quick. <laughs> Same, me too. Yeah. Same, like and when I'm in a room and especially with a lot of people, I'll start feeling everyone's emotions. The thing um to just practice, and I'm still a newbie at it, but practicing when when you feel, you can almost feel that switch. Like when you when you have your own feeling that you're feeling, and then you walk in a room, and then all of a sudden it kind of changes, or you start noticing your behavior, or you like start emulating someone else's mannerisms. You have to stop mm -hmm. and think like, are these are these my feelings? Are you know, is this are these are these mine? Right? Reflect mm. and hold on. To, ask that question to yourself. Is this my feeling, or is this someone else's? And then reflect on that. And if it's yours, own it. If it's not, then figure out what you can do to be like, okay, I need to pause. I need to reflect. And then I need to, you know, change what's going on. Right? Right, right. Hmm. I'm going to have to make sure I practice that. Because, yeah, because I, I know last night I was out and about. And I just like, I kept, I kept going outside because I was like, I'm hot. But I felt overwhelmed because I'm an extrovert but it was still just same oh when's your birthday I need to make sure I feel like we can oh. uh December 17th Sagittarius uh, oh, I love a Sagittarius fire sign I'm, yes I'm I'm an Aquarius so I'm just like I always get along with a Sagittarius <laughs> I was like we feel real kindred right now boo boo we need to be friends <laughs> Okay, well, that's awesome. All right, so Sagittarius. So, okay, emotionally drained, spiritually wonderful. Now, kind of going back just into TikTok creation and with you yeah. being, uh, even though like 
as a non-binary person, but you were, you were uh, male presenting, did you have a lot of men coming in, like, who felt comfortable kind of expressing things to you just because you were so eat so like it I know it's not easy but you were able to actually like show who you are did you have a lot of people reaching out to you and being like I love the fact that you were open and vulnerable um kind of yes and no I would say because I do check my analytics on TikTok and Instagram mm -hmm. uh, most of my followers and engagement are from women and uh it's predominantly kind of like well because of the majority of the population predominantly um women that are of non-color and then you have I have women of color and then I have a mix of like LGBT community uh, mm -hmm. and people that identify on that spectrum and then just a small portion of like maybe um, uh, straight cis males right mm -hmm. and so I do have um, males of, of all spectrums that identify in every aspect um, message me and know just I, I had one uh, person that I know personally from the, in my past um, mm -hmm. So I used to work with them. They messaged me and they had said, you got to stop posting all the sad stuff. I'm crying way too much. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, that's in my head. I was like, that's good. People need that emotional release. There's so much tension in the world right now. Mm -hmm. So much tension. People will need a way to release it. And you could release it in the privacy of your room. You don't have to tell me that you cried to my video, but I'm going to pour a very emotional video on in my, in my channel. Mm -hmm. because like I need that release and if you happen to release as well then you know we just release and just we heal together right because I feel like we get so caught up on like with social media everything having to be posted but no you could literally just cry in your bedroom and just be okay just cry yeah <laughs> yeah because I, I that's one thing I, I worry about men in general just because like y'all can have emotions now like come on um but I feel <laughs> like it's just, private yeah, just cry in private. Or if you just need a friend, just, you know, hey, bro, let's, oh, I don't know if that's any possible, but I'm like, sometimes you might need to find a, a fellow crying, crying friend and just cry. Yeah. Some shit. Okay. That's pretty cool. I was, I just like you. You're so cool. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I just, I tend to say what's on my mind a lot. And then, cause like you said, I, I, I feel. I I feel like, like you said, words are, words mean things. And so I feel like we should just, whenever we have it on our heart, might as well say it. Cause you don't know when you might need to hear it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've had people message me saying, you know, your video got me through my day or I needed that one post that you did, or like you just motivated me. And, and, and it's not me. I say that to other people. Mm -hmm. um, one person I follow on Instagram, um, she does a lot of like fitness coaching and inspiring posts. And I'm just like, you got me to the gym today and I needed you to know that. Like, mm -hmm. and may maybe we're not like, we're not besties and we don't live in the same city, but you know, I, I know you and I know I've known of you and I need you to know that your post got me to the gym today. So thank you. And that kind of stuff is empowering because that allows that creator to know that their stuff is reaching out to people that need it. And so it's really important for you guys, for everyone, viewers, listeners to go out and tell these um, creators what they did for you because it you really spark you continue that chain of creativity you're part yeah. of that creativity cycle yeah yeah i agree because i i just sometimes i just love to just heap praise or just like you like you said admiration and just be like hey you're doing a great job and that's why we're on these apps right just to have yeah 
you know, the connectivity, but also let's be real, we're human and having a little validation that we're doing something right is, is nothing wrong with it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I love all the validation I'm getting on TikTok and Instagram. Know, right? <laughs> thank you everyone. Thank you everyone for all the positivity. I don't think I've ever had um, one negative comment as of late. I don't, I mean, the knock on wood, I think I had one person just say, they went out of the way to say, eh, to one of my videos. And I was like, that's not that bad, right? I didn't get called anything mean. Like, you know, I tried to win them, win them with kindness. I went to their page and showered their page. They ended up blocking me. I was like, okay, you, you, okay. obviously we're not going to connect and that's fine. But everyone else has been so positive, so kind, so appreciative. And I just wanted to give a shout out to everyone that's following me because you guys are, you guys are all my, you guys are my rock. So I appreciate that. Well, yeah, because I'm one of those people. I'm like, yeah, get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is so awesome. All right, so tell me, let's go into something a little fun. Yeah, let's do it. What are we watching on Netflix or any streaming app? Oh my gosh, yeah, I got that question. I got this question down. So currently, <laughs> I strongly, strongly recommend. But this is this is not a show for kids. But Human Resources on Netflix. <laughs> It's it's the branch off from um uh the um oh my god big mouth it's the branch yes. off from big mouth and let me tell you I am hooked first episode I was just like jaw dropped they are shattering every Netflix is shattering every kind of like expectation rule and societal norms with the show because they're really pushing the boundaries mm -hmm. um, on these types of shows especially big mouth and human resources which I love because I think it's important for that stuff to, um, you know, to be, to be said, because there's a lot of filtering and censoring in our society. And that could really, that could really kind of cut off a lot of creativity that could happen in the world. So I really like how Netflix just kind of pushed the boundaries with those two types of shows. So human resources, definitely. Yes. It's something I'm watching. Yeah. Okay. You have you finished it or are you still like in the middle of it? I'm like almost done with it. I'm like in like episode eight or nine and it's just so good. And I'll probably finish it this weekend for sure. It is, it, okay. Cause I first, I didn't like Big Mouth at, at first because like you said, it was pushing those boundaries that um, I was like, oh, this is kind of uncomfortable. But then I watched the episode. I, I don't know which episode. I, my cousin, uh, my cousin was telling me about it. She's like, but it's just, it's just so reminiscent of how you felt as a kid. And I started watching it and I was like, oh, I love the show. I love the show now. And I've binge watched the whole series of human resources. So I was like, yes. this is so good. And because at first I was so like, good. oh, they're being very crass. But then again, that was my, I guess that 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 um my boundaries being pushed. And then after that first episode, the second episode was so good and it it, it got mm -hmm. even better. And I found yep. myself just like, why I relate with every single story, like the Yes. Have you, are you on the grief sweater yet? I don't know which episode. The, the, um, the, I just saw, I just saw light um, where the love bug, fall, oh, I don't want to reveal any spoilers, but anyway, spoilers, where the love spoilers. bug has her side story of experiences and it's like, it was uh, like a hot mess of an issue. Um, uh, with Janelle Monae being the voice of the character. Oh, love her. oh my God. Is that really the voice of the character? That makes me love it even more. I love are Janelle Are you serious? Yes, that because is her. Because I, I have been, um, Make Me Feel, I'm pretty sure that's what the song is called. Yes. Been, it's been on repeat for me like forever. And I have this vision of this TikTok video I want to do where I'm covered in gold flakes and these contacts. And it's like, that's just the way you make me transition into this look. And it's just like gold everywhere. I'm like glowing, like, I don't know. 
it's I'm just ready to make that video. ASAP. Please, because I'm gonna tap that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Because Janelle Monet's uh her it was it Dirty Computer album was ugh, Chef's Kiss. Like I felt like it was actually just her being her when she came finally came out as pansexual and she's just like I love everybody and I was like you better get it and that whole album and visual album is just the just the best but yeah that's her in that that she's the she's the doula so oh okay that's good yeah. to know I like yeah. that yes well when you get to the grief sweater episode I cried <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm ready for it I'm ready for that emotional release Okay, yeah, because I was like, boo-hoo. And I, I just, I love that it's like, <clears throat> we're finally getting to the aspect of television that seems like it's kind of talking to our inner ch children that need mm -hmm. to feel things, you know, because we... Exactly. Because, like, like, all our television has been like, hold it in, or don't express this, or don't kiss a guy or a girl, or don't do this. Like, but now we're just like, be good person and do what you want just be a good person <laughs> and i oh, i'm so glad you said human resources uh i literally almost jumped out of my seat when you said that <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh what else is there anything else that's just a that you're loving right now oh my gosh i'm loving um uh two more shows emily in paris is okay. amazing uh, mostly because I, I wish I was her because I've also <laughs> been to Paris for like a study abroad experience Ooh. and I, now I'm just like pretending to just like daydream oh yeah I'm gonna have a you know I'm gonna have some coffee at the cafe in Paris and just like walk down the road and just bump into some somebody's man and just fall in love with them and just create all this drama but that person is my best friend and just like oh my god I would just like I would love that's just like a great Story. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that just because you said it and because I've been like everybody talks about it but I've never watched it but I love like shows where the girl goes off into the world and try to figures it out and falls in love and I love romanticizing my life now like that's yeah. what I love about TikTok like the whole like idea of like I'm romanticizing my life be it normal or uh, luxury I'm gonna romanticize yeah. look out of it I love it okay <laughs> sorry I it's a great show to for content producers and content creators because um, she's a social media marketer. So you can kind of see the aspects of like what life could be like if you really push yourself in that kind of pathway mm -hmm. and just like all the kind of tips and tricks that she does. And it's a very modern type of role. So I think a lot of people can connect with that. So I really like that show. Okay. All right. I will put it in the queue. The queue. And then the last one I'm watching or I finished watching as well was Midnight Gospel. Oh, Never heard that of that. Is, oh my gosh, that is an amazing show. It's a very trippy show. Um, and what's interesting, I had to watch it twice because the animation, it's an animated show, but it's a podcast. So it's people talking about real world concepts like maybe life and death, love, um, different types of dynamics and relationships. And so it's a podcast that's happening separately, but it's an animated show. And so the voices of the podcast are being presented by these characters and it's just a trippy, wild show with wild, wild animations. Like, it's like you're, you're on something when you're watching it, right? So I had to watch it twice because I'm watching it for the appreciation of the animation, but I also wanted to watch it for the appreciation of the podcast, like of the conversations they're having, because it's really intense, real conversations. You're just like, wow. Like the first episode, you're just like, oh my God. Oh, I'm gonna have to look that up. Where can you find it? I'm, I'm Netflix. That one's also on Netflix. Okay, free publication, publication. 
free plug for Netflix. <laughs> I know, free shout out to Netflix. I mean, Netflix, you know, my channel, you could always just like, you know, drop a little verified comment right there too, if you guys want. <laughs> right, yeah, we're gonna, I'll make sure we like, um, when you do your, um, your uh, just the, the, the make me feel video, we're gonna like Netflix. We got this off of Human Resources. Go ahead and- I know, that's what, that's what sparked it back up because I did book. that song, Make Me Feel, during um, uh, Black History Month. And I was telling everyone, um, you know, I tagged about like, I think 30 um, creators of color mm -hmm. uh, on my pinned pin comment. And the message was that please, um, instead of like going to my page, please go to these pages. Um, so to kind of promote and push uh, content um, from creators of color that identify or are black. Oh, look at you! Look so at that was, you, Ella. <laughs> well, that's the least I can do because having the schedule that I have, I can't just go and like, um, you know, I can't just go and you know like do a march or go and you know donate like thousands of dollars to this organization because I, I I am balling yet, you know, yet is the key right. word. Um, so yeah. I can only I can only do the piece that I can do in this you know mm -hmm. this big world. So that's what I try to do. Hey, that's better than something, better than nothing, because I know, like, some people just don't do anything, so we, that's, I feel like we get caught up in trying to be, like, do the biggest things, but I'm like, the small things count, too. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And little things add up to big things. That's yep. true. Okay. Okay, so, on to the next question. What is your love language, my love? So I I, I kind of knew a little bit of it, and then I had to um, just do a little quiz uh, a couple of days ago just to confirm it. <laughs> but um, so I got acts of service and receiving gifts oh, um, are my okay. love languages. Um, and then the little the little message that I got from the end of the quiz, and you know, like it's, it's just a random quiz online, but it did it I'm did um, it did resonate with me. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this quiz a little credit. But it said um, when uh, when ser others serve you out of love, not out of obligation, you truly feel valued and loved. And I was like, oh, my God, I love that. That is totally me. I was like, you see me. <laughs> yeah, like you see me and you, you, you want to get, you know, you want to give me things, shower me with things, or you just want to just like, um, you know, the, the, um, the term they use is serve you out of love and not out of obligation. So I love that. And it's like, that's what makes you feel valued and loved. Like, oh, that's true. That's true. Because I know I had this, I was trying to figure out how to like phrase this because I had this conversation with a friend of mine because I find that my love languages, I speak a lot to my friends. And so romantic relationships, I'm still struggling, but <laughs> just how to speak those or get those spoken to me or accepted, I don't know. So how do you like I'm still, I'm still working on trying to get this question right. I'm going to figure it out. Right. But do you find yourself having a difficult time, even in like your relationships or friendships, trying to get uh, people to speak your love language to you? <laughs> like, oh yes, I, I, I do and I don't because it really is about communication, right? I, I need to tell that person what my love language is and not just hope they figure it out or assume. Right. So that's my issue where I forget to communicate that. And it's like, so I forget to do that. Some people can naturally figure it out. And that's who, those are the relationships that I thrive in, um, whether it's uh, friendships, platonic, um, um, you know, emotional relationships, all those kinds of relationships. I thrive in those relationships where they 
they have either a similar love language or they get it, right? They can pick mm -hmm. up on it real quick. And those relationships I don't thrive in, it's where either I forget to kind of communicate that like, hey, this is how I receive, I accept love, this is how I receive love, this is how I show love. Um, so please understand that and please try to um, accept that, you know, or try to um, um, accommodate to that kind of thing. Right. Again, it's just like, it's amazing how the simple things in life can be uh, boiled down to two things, communication and setting those boundaries. Like, please yes. don't me today. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, I want to kind of go back into just the mental health aspect of like finding how you've been grounding yourself. So what are some of the things that you learned in your healing process that just completely like blew your socks off? What are some things that I learned in my healing process that, um, I guess this is, I mean, this is a good and a bad thing to have to reflect on, but I think through the healing process of everything, and it's a combination of who I surrounded myself with at the mm -hmm. time growing up and just being raised and um, my experience in the East Coast, my experience in the West Coast. But I think for a long time um, through my healing, I discovered that I think I was a very toxic person and I, I don't like that about myself. And that's <laughs> not to say like, you know, and I need to understand and I need to tell myself that I, I'm flawed and I'm not perfect. And I need, I need to accept the fact that I'm allowed to make mistakes. I'm allowed to have um, those experiences where I acted out of emotion and not logic, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like going through the healing process, I need to accept what's happened and move on and learn from it so I don't repeat those things. And then realizing who I surrounded myself at the time you know, what, what were they like? Because we really emulate our environment. We really um, kind of like mimic what's going on around us. And we kind of accept what we hear very frequently. And a lot of my life has changed into this more positive aspect. It's because I surrounded myself with positive people, especially on TikTok. Mm -hmm. All these people are so kind, so generous, so positive. And my life has started becoming that, manifesting into that role, right? And then I reflect back into my life, like in the East Coast, maybe, or even right when I moved here in Spokane, I surrounded myself with people that may have um, also needed time to work on themselves and also focus a lot on the ne negative aspect on things, the critical aspect of things, the judgmental aspect of things. And I absorbed that and I, I acted on those things too, because that's what I was around, mm. right? So it, it really is my responsibility to choose who I want around my life and to choose how I want to act. So that's also a part on me. So yeah, I, I've kind of discovered that I was toxic in the past and I'm really trying to break away from that, that kind of image of what I was. I could not even picture you being toxic whatsoever, but you know, that's just, <laughs> you just, you, you, you emanate a lot of light just even through the screen and just talking to you. So that's beautiful that you, one, you can recognize that and also, and change because some I feel like some people don't believe that they could change or that a lot of stuff is a choice like I believe in I believe that nature can create like you said the people that you're around the environments created the level of toxicity but you can change those aspects by getting out of those toxic yeah. environments getting out of those toxic relationships mm -hmm. listen everybody you can choose your environments we are not held to <laughs> you are not Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are some of the things that you're you're kind of looking for with like what's your goals with the with um with TikToking and being uh having a platform? What are some of the things that you hope to achieve with having this platform that you're growing? 
Oh, that's such a good question because I'm still trying to figure that out as well. Um, what's, what's <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's discuss. <laughs> yeah, let's let it let it all come out naturally because I might discover something new about myself when I have these conversations. So I love when people ask this kinds of stuff because I rarely get a chance to say it out loud because I never know what I might say. Uh, because when I was live the other day, someone had just asked me a similar question and then I came to the realization that I would love to create content for others. Um, and have them um, post it on their channels and you know, give me a shout out and give me recognition on their platform. Um, but how do I do that? Because I'm, I'm here in a specific location with very limited equipment and resources. Um, so how do I get to that goal, right? So I started, because I love making people laugh and then I found transitions and I got hooked on that. And then I, I love the aspect of being able to say a story and heal a bit of myself while entertaining others Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm just like, I would, I would love there to be a way where I can, I can just create, create daily and very often for myself and for others, you know, and have that be um, a very, um, let's see, have that have be a good source of financial income as well, you know, so that, mm-hmm. you know, I could also survive and pay my bills. Um, right. So I don't know. I don't know where it's going to lead me. I just, I just started continued posting and I discovered new, new ways of editing because I just love to watch and learn. Because I I am, Mm -hmm. I need to see it. I need to see it happen, see it done so that I can also, so I can create it, right? You can't just tell me this is how you do this and then expect me to do it. I just, I don't learn that way. I need to, that's why I like to save the videos and watch it over and over to see like, okay, how can I create that? video but with my own flavor to it you know with my own style yeah because I'm still trying I feel very nicheless I was I'm just like I just like to respond or I don't know I I completely understand like it's like but that's the best part though about like social media and uh TikTok is trying to figure it out I was trying to think I was like how can you do that and I will be down to experiment with that whatever you need I got you (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. but I think that'd be really cool though like wherever you can figure it out I'm still thinking on it that's really cool it's interesting you said the whole niche thing too hmm? it's interesting that you said the word like you finding your niche because um, I feel like everyone's so fixated on that well not everyone but you hear that word so often in in many platforms Yeah. and it's like that is important because people like consistency and that has shown on social media to be very successful but um you really also just need to that it's it's your account you know it's your platform so it's your voice and so you don't have to be boxed down you can what i'm doing i have uh you know i have my transitions and then i throw a little bit of comedy but i also throw a little bit of me in there too and so whatever resonates with whoever that's you know that's what i enjoy so i don't know and you know, I do really enjoy when you were like showing just you messing with your roommate. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. <laughs> They're so mad at me. <laughs> we're cleaning the house and doing laundry. I was like, you got to turn everything off. I don't want any noise in the background. I'm about to have this podcast interview. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because I just, <laughs> you're like, shut up. I love you, but shut up. <laughs> 
I, but yeah, I definitely love just getting a like a eye, a bird's eye into who John is, and just you messing with your roommate and you you being just completely silly and fun, and just being again that vulnerable side of showing John without the transition. So I really, I really enjoy that and seeing you just be you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, sorry. sorry, I get nervous with compliments sometimes or just like platitudes. <laughs> like, you're so nice. I love it. Um, that, that's something I'm also working on, trying to accept positive words of affirmation. Because yeah. that's not my natural love language. So it makes me cringe, but that, mm-hmm. that's on me, right? Like, I have to be like, why am I cringing? Like, someone wants to share this kind thing and talk about me in a positive way. I should reflect on that, accept it, and embrace it. Exactly. And because I feel like you mentioned like money and just like you want to be actually be successful. I found it to be so funny how like we get kind of nervous about like success. I don't know if it's like I don't see um, none people of color or just kind of worried about that. But I always see like people of color like, well, you know, I want to be successful. I want to make money. And I feel like that's just like, why do we get so nervous about that? Like, Oh, they people are like, do you expect us to always work for free just to give you all this good ass content? <laughs> right. It, it's, yeah, it's not. Um, that's a great conversation because it's. I don't hear that enough. Like I don't right. hear. It's not normalized to hear a person of color talk about success. Um, at least in my experience and all the all the channels that I watch, I don't I don't see that enough. Like I have uh, a high school friend that um, got like is that you know is in the whole acting thing and started where they were and now they're I think they moved to LA and they just have a role and everything like that and they're a person of color and on their Facebook I'm just like I I needed to see this like I need to see that to be normalized I need to see someone in my age bracket someone of color just like doing that thing you know going for that thing and doing it you know they have like they dropped a YouTube video and it's like a little um, like a clip of a a trailer like a teaser for a show that they're going to be in and I'm like yes I need to see this often all the time on my channel. Like, I need that to happen. I know. I love that. Cause I'm like, let's see it. Cause I like, I see people that they're, when they sell their goods and they were like, okay, sell their goods. But, but to me, like when you are a content creator, like I, I haven't even thought of myself as a content creator and I do a podcast for the last year, but cause it's just people were, I don't know if it's like the imposter syndrome. They're scared to just, Oh, Put that in there, but I'm like, man, let's claim it. Like, we can do, we could be successful and we can make the money and we can still also be humble because I guess people just equate like money with inflated egos. I'm like, no, I just, I just don't want to work for somebody for the rest of my life. Like, you don't. So, why can't we all just embrace it? So, well, congrats to your friend. So, whoop, whoop. And you hit, you, you said something that like hit, hit me because the whole imposter syndrome thing. Oh my gosh, because I definitely feel that. And I'm not an expert on the definition of that. But um, when when I get those comments and notifications on a video, and then I look back and the video pops up. And so I'm rewatching the videos, like, because someone said, oh, I love that thing that you did right there. Can you do a, a, a tutorial? And I, I look back on the video and it's like, who, like, who is this? Like, I almost don't recognize who that is. And I, I know that's me. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. like, what? Like, what? Like, mm-hmm. and I almost get shocked. It's like a shock value. Um, right there because I almost don't recognize myself because I'm really in I really just like focus on being in that video and putting so much intent on whatever the lyrics are or whatever the transition is or whatever the emotion I'm trying to capture and I almost lose myself in that role 
Mm. And that's exciting because you have kind of like a a disassociation, but in a like a yeah. you just like, oh, but that's who that's the person who you are coming out. And I think we get caught right. up. Right. Yeah. Oh my God, exactly. Right. And I feel like we get caught up on like we can just we have to be this person, but we're so many people and you know, without the DID, but we're so many things. We can be demure and sexy and we can we can inhabit we can inhabit multiple personalities without it being considered like a you know a, a mental disorder we just we have but those are just that's just the real you being reflected like like some, well, some of your traditions like when you do the transition where you do like the scary ones with the blood i'm just like ooh, trigger warning but it's like <laughs> but then you have the softness where you're just being just kind of vulnerable and just sweet and I was like I love that you can show those sides of you and those things exist because those are part of who you are but yeah I, I get that I get that completely like I, I definitely with the podcast I, I actually attempted it in 2019 or 16 but then I was like no one wants to hear me no one wants to my voice and also it felt like a lot of work and I was depressed and I just couldn't make myself do it <laughs> but not believing in myself, but then 2020 came and like, Effie, y'all gonna get whoever fuck I need be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To make it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm. well, so I have maybe because we're hitting about an hour, so I have a couple more questions for you. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> um, and we talked about inner childhood, uh, your childhood self. So, if you could go back in time, and usually I hate time travel questions for people of color because, you know, it's not really great to go back in time. No, but it is not. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that conversation many times with my non friends of non-color. It's like, oh, yeah, you, there, there's that famous uh, uh, girl from um, from Butchie video that has her own show now. I forget yes, her name. Quinta. She's a person of color. Oh. Yes, Quinta. Oh, my gosh. Yes. There was a skit that she did with the whole time traveling thing. Mm -hmm. I think it was like a BuzzFeed YouTube video. And she's like, yeah, there's no century or time period that would be good for me. Mm -hmm. And all her friends are like, what? What do you mean? Oh, my gosh. That's, I love that. Because that's actually, when she said that, that made me think about it. I was like, yeah, she's right. And that's always like a icebreaker question in corporate America. I'm like, again, again, as a person of color, as a black woman, not a good time for me <laughs> no <laughs> not a good time for me not no. a good time for me no not there's a woman and a person of color we're just the trifecta baby or it's double trouble for me <laughs> so um but we're not going too far in the past uh but if you could just kind of like talk to your younger self what would be some of the things that you could you would say to your younger self um that you wish could you wish that could have been said to you Save all my money. Save all my birthday money. <laughs> those, those, all that junk food is not worth it. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still trying to work all that off <laughs> for my child. Um, <laughs> but um, no, for real, for real, like I, I think, um, I think just like practice, practice self love, and know that it is okay not to be okay. Mm -hmm. um and it, it, it it's okay not to know who you are at the time like because I did struggle with like coming out and with you know whole like the um, Latino community and being LGBT like that wasn't the easiest process of coming out and so there was a lot of just like struggle with that mm -hmm. um 
and it, that definitely affected my mental health at the time. So I definitely think telling my younger self, obviously not trying to mess with the time flow and everything like that. Uh, so like in disguise and incognito, like slip a letter, like a secret note, it's like, hey, this is a message from the universe. Like, it's, you know, it's okay not to be okay. And just, you're going to discover who you are, all right? So just let it flow. Like, I'm just like, ooh, yes. And my younger self is like, I accept this and I'm gonna be much healthier and happier. Mm, I got you. Cause you know, like the one thing I, that, cause like you said, when not to mess up the flow, the the, the quantum physics of it, I appreciate your nerve brain <laughs> going there. Because <laughs> cause I think about that, cause I'm like the, the, the people that we are, you know, yes, we had to come through our traumas, but I don't think I would change the person that I am today just because, you know, because those are what made the, that's what made us, you know, yeah, yeah. creative, made us like, you know, being able to be vulnerable. But I like the fact that you said just a little slick, like just, just breathe. You could, you know, just get that inner love because it still will reflect into you and just you know make you feel like a better person <laughs> yeah okay and so my last question that I, I like to ask I usually ask about blackness because I'm gonna be honest I thought you were black but no offense I hope that's not offensive no no I, I, I was I was hoping for you to ask that kind of stuff because mm -hmm. I do get um I have the features of looking a very specific way and so I do mm -hmm. get um, in this particular city that I'm in, I get a lot of looks. Or if I'm in a store, I feel guilty not buying something mm -hmm. because I get looks. And so I, I get certain experiences. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. I look a certain way and it, it just what it, it is what it is. Right. You're beautiful. Let's just say that. And um, <laughs> so, so when did you go as a person of color? When did you... Because I usually ask this um, in the form of blackness, but still, when did you fall in love? Because with America, we don't really, we're taught to assimilate and and not really cherish our community as much. I, I don't know if that's the, if you feel the same for as a person, a Latino person, but I feel like as a black person, we're, we're, we're taught to kind of just cherish the Americanness or the whiteness or whatever. But when did you really fall in love like with, yourself as a person of color with your culture um in general or did you have those struggles um I, I did have those feelings and I struggled with that um for a long time and I would say that um not to give a shout out to TikTok because they're not sponsoring this and I'm gonna get paid for them yet um, <laughs> but TikTok did help kind of like discover that part those parts of me that I didn't I didn't love and what, what it was affecting my mental health because then I started seeing more um, creators of color um, on that app. And I was just starting to see the self-love and their struggles and everything, those real world conversations they were having with others. And so that, I, you know, that helped me take a step back and reflect on the parts that I didn't love about myself. Like I struggled with, um, I hated my eyes for a really long time. I wore, um, and just in my experience, I, I wore a lot of color contacts because I really didn't like my dark brown eyes. I wanted to have those blue eyes. And you know, blue colored contacts don't necessarily look natural on my skin tone. So I did gray and green and hazel. And I was just like, I would just love to have colored eyes. But then like with the TikTok, I'm creating um, videos and having all these positive affirmations about my eyes. Um, I, I started looking back and I was like, I, I, I do love my eyes. Like, you know, they're slightly almond shaped, they're dark brown eyes. Like I love my eyes and I need to, I need to tell myself that more because that's, that's part of who I am. I got those genetics from my family and mm -hmm. um, I want to embrace that. 
well, you do. You look great, honey, doing it. I'll be like, <laughs> I just really love you. Like, I really love your energy. I'm just so thankful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I got, I can't, I can't help. I was like, I just want, I just want all the great things for you, and I can see it happening. Thank you. You're welcome. Like, I just, cause you like, you have that consistency. You have, yeah, and that creativity. I'm like, I've never seen anything like. You may like repeat like a a costume, but you never do the same thing with it. Like, you dope, you dope, you full dope. <laughs> it's just because I have so many ideas with. Um with how my brain works and, mm-hmm. you know, what I have, you know, personally and mentally, um, mm-hmm. what I have, um, I just, my brain just is on rapid fire and it just, I hear a song and I have a music video idea for it. And then when I go look at the music video, like on YouTube, I'm just like, oh, like I wish they had done this with this lyric or I wish they had done this with this because it would have just added a whole like extra layer to the song. Um, and mm-hmm. I already, the music videos are amazing and produced so amazingly well. I just have all these ideas in my head and I just don't necessarily have the resources yet to create those ideas. Um, and so I'm kind of limited on to what I can do, but I try to get real creative. I and mean, I don't know if you followed me earlier when I had, I had this thing called paper studio production. So all my props were made out of paper because like I wasn't, you know, I'm not like, you know, I'm not this, you know, famous YouTuber that can have all these, uh, have, has this excessive means of financial income coming in. So I kind of just had to create, you know, funny ways to just engage the audience, but also like, you know, spark that creativity and challenge myself to um, get creative, you know? Right. Well, I'm going to uh, manifest. Maybe you're going to be directing some music videos in the future. Oh, I wish. Oh, that my God. So dope. Ooh, I have. Yeah. You know, that's I have. Um, go ahead. Do. Go ahead. With the TikToks, maybe you can like help people, musicians make music videos or something. But I know that's like um, someone had asked me what my niche is, and I was like, really, I would love to. I get so inspired by music that I would love to make, um, you know, music videos. That'd be so cool. I have. Um, I'm hoping. I'm making. I don't know if you know if you've been following, but I'm going to recreate the uh, the move video by Doja Cat. Oh. <laughs> So I, I have yes. I have all I have all yes. the cow print that I, I bought all the cow print that I wanted because um, I go all out all out for my videos and I, I pour a you lot do. of financial income on it so it's my it's my it's my hobby and I do pour a little bit of money into it so I'm hoping at some point that um, I get money out of it um, as much as I pour into it um, I have literally a closet full of things that I either may have bought or made and I'm just like now my closet is overfilled so I need to stop. And start reusing the things that I have because it's getting too much. Reduce, um, but reduce. With, <laughs> reuse and reduce. Yes, yes. but um, I do have. I do have. I am going to try to recreate the move video because I do love Doja Cat so much, and I have a couple more um, Doja Cat songs that really hit my core mm-hmm. that I have, and they're going to have some really intense, heavy messages in them Ooh. about you know just about uh, one of them is going to be about like drug drug abuse. But I'm not going to say anything about it. It's just going to be in those transitions and in yeah. the lyrics. Because I, you have to be careful with TikTok. You can't just, you can't put a certain phrase or quote or um, thing on there because it could trigger the algorithm and it can get banned or stuff like that. So I have to play to my strengths, mm-hmm. but still be as creative and still get that message across. Right. And you still, yeah, you definitely uh, able to do that. Have you, did you watch Euphoria? I feel like, did you do a Euphoria? I, I, I did do a Euphoria uh, TikTok video. I have not seen the show. I've seen the clips and I've heard the sound. 
And um, can you tell me the name again of that uh, amazing actress that um, is in Spider-Man? Oh, um, um, of course, Zendaya. Zendaya. Uh, yeah, Zendaya. Oh, my God. She, I, I've seen clips. She's amazing. Amazing. And I'm totally fangirling over her. This, yeah. uh, um, I don't have that platform to watch it. Um, I don't know anybody that has that platform to watch it. But um, the TikTok sounds give me so much life. Man, if I had my, because I don't have my own HBO either. So if I had, I'll definitely give it to you. <laughs> If you whenever if I ever get one, I will send you my login so you can. Oh my god! Because Thank you. I would so appreciate that. I will definitely because I might just do it just for you so you can actually watch it and we can talk about it because that show is woo. It's like the complete opposite of Big Mouth, but it still hits you in a. It, it triggers a lot, especially with the drug abuse and just seeing that. I was just like, Zendaya, you deserve all the flowers, all the awards. Give this female a whole forest. It. Like yes. she's amazing. But because um, when you said the uh, triggering about the heavy messages that made me think about euphoria. Um, but yeah, so I might just do that just for you because it shows so damn good. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, where we hit about we're about at 70 minutes. Um, I definitely want you to um, let everybody know where we can go to support you. And yeah. I hate to wrap it up, but I got to got to. But I definitely love you everything that you're doing and i'm just i'm putting out in the universe praying for just abundance and success and just great mental health and all that all that good stuff <laughs> yeah for sure thank you so much i'm i am accepting it um and embracing it so i appreciate it you're very welcome so go ahead and let everybody know where we can find you um and how we can support um, so you could uh, find me on TikTok, and so my new uh, TikTok handle, I had to change it, so it's visiting earth one, the number one, and no spaces or anything like that, so just no caps, it's visiting earth one, um, and for Instagram, it's uh, peace and focus underscore John, J-O-N, um, and what's great, I'm trying to um, make it so that some of the content is slightly different or deviates a little bit with sound and transitions in both platforms, mm -hmm. just so that I can see what people are engaging with or not. So I'm experimenting a lot and what's happening on both platforms. So I do recommend um, following both of them because I'm gonna start posting maybe longer videos on one of them and shorter videos on the other. So you can kind of get like a taste of like, if your attention span is short like me, you can watch it on this and just get that fixed. Or if you really like to, if you're really engaged in my videos, you can watch a longer version on the other channel. So. Ooh, that's a good idea, especially because yeah. the dopamine hit is real. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, yes. Especially when I see like all these amazing transitioners and like makeup artists, I'm just like, oh, it hits me so hard, and I'm just like, I need, I need to recreate something out of it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so you can follow me on those. It's, it's the reason why I picked just visiting, uh, visiting Earth is because I'm literally just visiting Earth. Everything here is temporary, and we just need to appreciate life in the moment. Mm, I like that. I like that. Oh, and you, have you ever thought about doing a Patreon? That might be something you could look into. Uh, what What is that? A Patreon is like where you can have people who pay to get like special access to like your, your videos or something like that. Oh, wow. So oh, if, I didn't know about that. Yeah, because like, you know, Issa Rae, she did Insecure. Uh -huh. You ever, ever watched the show? Or you might not because you haven't had HBO. But she's um, she's one of those people that I've heard, Patreon, she started doing that, where she would create content, like, or have, like, longer versions of content, or she will, like, well, if you want 
at early access to the content, you know, you pay like $5 a month and that helps help you create, um, kind of get funded from your, to create and people get a little bit more access and a little bit more information about you and people feel like kind of like closer. So that might be something to look into too. That's awesome. I like that. Yeah. I was, I was thinking once I get to 10 K that I might start with a YouTube channel and start putting the longer videos on there and just the shorter videos on TikTok. Mm-hmm. But when you do the Patreon, people could pay and see it. But still, yeah, I like that. Yeah, we gonna get, we gonna get John paid, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping. Um, I'm hoping. So yeah. So you can keep buying costumes and putting costumes out there. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it is slowly paying off. Like real quick, like I do have like a couple of like I have this one yeah. like brand is like talking to me, and so like we're talking. Some hopefully we can create something out of that. Um, and so you might you might see them in my video and because okay. I, I did generate like some custom ideas mm-hmm. for what I want for especially for the movie video um, but for the TikTok as well so I'm hoping all that manifests and just happens and you guys will see it too. Look at it look at it I'm so happy for you Will. Um, I'm definitely so happy for you and thank you so much for doing this I had a great time and hopefully I can get you back on again when you're like you know big and famous with all your <laughs> yeah, I would, love, I would love to. I would love to be in season three and just kind of catch up again. That'd be awesome. Of course, of course. Well, again, thank you so much for your time, and uh, everyone, make sure you go out and support John. They are amazing. They their content is just dope. And like I said, the dopamine hit is real, baby. Like I just keep going through it. <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you will, so much. You're very welcome. I'll make sure to link everything in. Uh, um, excuse me. Uh, link everything below and also if if anybody has HBO login that they want to let John watch <laughs> for you go ahead and hit him up because he he's yeah. he's real he ain't gonna mess with your yeah. algorithm I promise <laughs> yeah I'll trade I'll trade I'll trade uh HBO for Netflix if you guys don't have Netflix so. you better get it in before they change the password property <laughs> 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 well everybody this has been Cosize and Tangents and this is your girl Saina Win with John and as always I love you and thank you so much for being here bye bye bye